listening to The Parenting Couch with Sarah Levitt. Little people problems, big people solutions. Well, we're blessed to actually have finally come together and found an opportunity to be having this conversation. I have Sally Howash joining me. Yeah, who has joined us before on the parenting couch because she has quite the story. And I thought, what an opportunity now in another lockdown to follow up, see how Sal is going because she was pregnant uh, with her third baby when she was struck with COVID back last March in the first wave in Australia, one of the first people in Australia, her, her husband, her kids, the dog, all had it, Sal. Welcome back onto the Parenting Couch. Hi, how are you? Look, I'm good. I'm, you know, I'm I'm going well. Thanks for asking, but I'm, I'm more want to hear about you and what's going on. You're yeah. about to go and get your first jab. I'm about to get my very first jab. I think that every jab, you know, take what you can. I'm all for all of them. I think they're all fine. There's been some bad marketing around AstraZeneca. I think they're all good, but everyone has a different. You know, everyone has different reasons for their choices. And um, I finally have my job today. Yeah, and that's an interesting one. The only reason I'm sort of talking about it, I mean, apart from the fact you're about to head off and do it, but also because you, you know, the, the, because you've had COVID, there's mm. a question mark, I suppose, or was a question mark over whether you needed to get vaccinated because you may carry, is it, do you call it carrying the immunity and antibodies? Yeah, antibodies. So, I was hoping to get some immunity passport where I could just like, you know, like I've done my time, I can just live life as normal. But no, that that was a bit of a dream. Um, yeah, the antibodies, from what I've been told, um, from what has been learned since then, is that on average they last nine months. And for me, my last blood test showed that I had no more antibodies left. Um, it could be different. It could be a different case for Johnny, who, when he was born, I was pregnant with him when I had COVID. They could see that he was never infected with the virus, but my placenta had passed through all the antibodies to him, but not the virus. So he was born with the antibodies. So his could last a lifetime, but you know, maybe they just last a year. Maybe he doesn't have any now. I've just, I haven't done any further tests on him because um, it's really irrelevant right now for um, what he's doing. But for me, yeah, off to get my jab and I don't want to get it again, which has happened to some people. Yes. How do you feel physically having had COVID? Oh, I'm still not on? great. I'm not good. I'm not good. It's not normal. I'm usually a super energizer bunny, go, 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 which I still am, but I'm exhausted to the extent of exhaustion where my bones hurt and I've never known like that kind of I've never thought of those words together before but the feeling I have the best way of explaining it is my bones physically hurt um my doctor said look that's probably just complete exhaustion um but also some things that do help which I'm, I'm on this group from people who've been infected because we're infected so early on there was like a group of us who all stayed in touch so they've had all different experiences but they've found they've got similar similar things like that going on and some things that help is I take Barocca in the morning and I take a vitamin B and I take armor force and it does help I'm, I'm still not great but it helps but the um the blurred vision thing everyone calls it blurred vision for me it's like a disco ball when you're too tired and too much is you've done too much 
literally all my vision's like a disco ball and it will go on for like, I don't know, a minute and a half and I just have to stop and then it passes. But that's so strange. You're young. How old are you? So I'm 37. You forgot for a minute. Um, (laughs) That one is called sleep deprivation. That's not COVID, right? Yeah, so I'm old. (laughs) My bones are not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, but what I'm trying, I mean, by wanting to know that was more to think you've got all of that stuff. You're only Mm. 37. You are actually very young in the grand scheme of things, especially when talking about COVID, obviously, Mm. because people Mm. who are elderly get impacted are more susceptible to dying. Um, and oh, so yeah. to think that you're only 37 and you're having still 18 months later these Yeah, I symptoms. think the exhaustion I think is slightly less, but maybe that's because I'm not nursing a newborn at the same time anymore, but it's definitely still there. My lungs, when they hurt, it's only if I do like exerted exercise I feel that it hurts, but the constant pain is in my back and I thought it was back pain, but that's actually my lungs. And this is something people from COVID have spoken about, but I didn't understand because they were using different words to what I would. Like I went to the doctor for back pain and he said, no, that's your lungs. So it's definitely still there. It's definitely still a thing. Um, I wish it would just go away. I don't know if people just have to learn to live with it or if it does go away. I mean, they're saying symptoms are meant to last a year, like any virus though. I had glandular fever when I was young. And now if I'm tired and run down, my body thinks I have glandular fever. So, like, the glands go up and you get tired. But um, I don't have glandular fever. It's just the symptoms of your body reacts. So I don't know if COVID's similar. It could be because it's a virus. There was a great guy, Dr. Britton, who was an epidemiologist who I spoke to when I was infected. And he was a peace of mind for me because he was like, Sal, I know you're speaking to, like, half a dozen different people or more. I'm going to be across all of them. And so I can watch over the whole thing because I had to try and remember everything when I spoke to everyone. And he had some very interesting information on COVID. Even the latest, only on the news last week, was the first time I've seen it being recognised that they're saying that it um, is in animals. Like they were saying it wasn't because of this whole bat story. Um, That's a whole different kettle of fish, but, or bat. The dog thing, my dog got really, really ill and she's since passed away. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And so, okay, she's tattooed on my arm now and forever in my heart. Oh. <laughs> is there any but, chance that was COVID-related? There is a chance now because they're saying they do have proof and they've done tests and proven that it was COVID. But at the time um, I didn't test her because I didn't want to poke and prod her. She had pre-existing health conditions as well and I just let it go. <clears throat> but there's been new evidence since. But are you sick at the moment? Because that cough was quite. No, that's just I always have that. <laughs> I know it's not good. That's well, what about your husband it. and your kids? Because you, you know, you have two other little ones and Look, your husband. He's always oh, tired. He's always <laughs> as well. But you know, he's still working full time, and we still got the three babies. So he's like, "How do I know what it is?" I'm like, "Well, I know that this is COVID. This is next level tired for me. Nothing slows me down, and the COVID hasn't." Maybe that's a bad thing. Like everything just hurts. So I don't want to just sit here and be whinging about it, but I just want people to understand if they've had COVID, this feeling is actually normal, (laughs) sadly. Well, also maybe not just people who have had COVID. I'm not going to sit here, as you said, it is a choice for people 
to have a vaccine or not. However, I mean, yes. I'm vaccinated. You've got to understand that these are some of the ramifications. You went in fit and healthy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're going to, even though, you know, you're suffering, you've got all these things going on. Yeah. You shouldn't have it 37. You'd be tired, but you wouldn't be feeling all these other things. No, and I think like they're, they're significant things, like the blurred vision things, extreme when it comes on. But it does go like a minute and a half and you're back to normal, but it's not great. Like no, you've got to in the back the you've got to stop what you're doing. It's it's not good. Um so yeah. I don't know where it ends. We don't know yet. <laughs> no. And that, and that's what I mean. So, you know, you you know, people are concerned about the effects of getting a vaccine. But here's Sal to tell you that these are actually the effects of getting COVID a year and a half later mm-hmm. with no knowing how long this could last because we just don't yeah. it hasn't been around long enough. I know, it's just not worth it. I mean, I would happily say to everyone, go get vaccinated. I know it's a political statement to make. I'm making it. I'm getting vaccinated. I'm not ashamed to say it. I think you should get vaccinated. You're entitled to make your own choice. Mine is to get vaccinated. Well, I don't think yours is as much. I mean, you could call it a political statement, couldn't you? But I think coming from someone who's had COVID, it's a little bit different. not trying to be offensive. Um, I've just been on the other side and it's awful. It's awful. It's really not great. Yeah, Um, and your doggy had it. And now it's only now they're acknowledging it. Oh, yeah, we have tested dogs with those symptoms and they actually have had COVID. And they're vaccinating dogs, I believe. Yes, they are. Like as of last week I heard about this. It's amazing. I mean, what sort of vaccine do they get? Do they get Pfizer and AstraZeneca or do they get a different one? I I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. So there's another jab that we can campaign around and do some good or bad marketing around. I mean, isn't it mad? I mean, I think, look, they're they're all vaccinations at the end of the day. I get that they are structured differently. But, yeah, still it's a vaccination, isn't it? It's better than COVID. Now, because there was a group of people when you you were in the first cluster, so to speak, of people that got it because you went to a wedding, a person had come out from America, right, that had it. And so you obviously know other people now, of course, in that group that have had it. How are they faring? Do you have contact with them? Um, Not good. Um, They Mm. still have symptoms as well and they're a similar age. So these people are in their 30s also, Um, mostly men, the guys that I know who have caught it. Right. Um, And they still have symptoms, yeah. So it's like similar to you or are they different? Chronic fatigue, blurred vision, uh, sore lungs. They're the most common ones. But your your kids are faring okay though, interestingly. They're yeah, not so showing. My, so my daughter had it. Um, she was one. Um, we're yet to know how that's affected her lungs. I haven't done any x-rays, but she seems to be doing great. It's been recommended to me that I just keep her in the pool a lot to help her oh. lung development. Yeah, my, my son was asymptomatic, so we don't know if he ever had it or not because back then you couldn't get a test unless you had symptoms and had a contact. Um, and then my son, who was in my tummy, who didn't get the virus but got the antibodies. And then Pierre, who was a different category as well because he was male, he was older. He's still convinced that he thinks he's had it worse than me because, you know, man flu. Well, that's uh, what I was wondering. Are we going to get a man COVID now? To me, I'm like, what makes you say that? Like I was struggling. Um, but I still had to get up every day because I'm a mum and just keep going. And there have been new tests since that contradict his belief <laughs> that he had it worse to show that pregnant women 
because already their lungs are struggling because they're pushed up so much from being pregnant. Right. Already there's like, you know, something going on with the oxygen in the blood. There's all this stuff happening, right? You're like producing more blood cells and all that. That their symptoms are so much worse and they <laughs> you know, if when he's ready for it, I'm very happy to show him some facts. When, yeah, he's never gonna be ready to hear that. No. So um it's, you know, <laughs> it's a competition and Please, yeah. absolutely. My husband's sick, I'm sick, who's sick worse? It's always a competition. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and at the moment, um you're not only have you got this going on, these ramifications, these leftover, <laughs> you know, <laughs> symptoms of COVID, you are in lockdown with three children. Yes. Uh, how's that going for you? Um, I have enjoyed it. I've had great moments I've really loved. Um, and we're quite lucky that we're on, we've got a lot of space. We're on half an acre. So that's been great. Um, but, you know, it's still lockdown. Like after some months, I was like, okay. <laughs> still every morning I'm like what are we going to do today at different themes or try and make something fun like we'll have a dress up day or we have a theme for the day or we'll be gardeners or we'll be <laughs> magicians and you know it's a unicorn party um Aww. just to you know keep it interesting but um uh yeah no after a few months I think I've really exhausted that oh yes. right because you, right. you can't right. be the preschool teacher without some break every day because no, you know like, like the preschool teachers get to leave and go home after they've done <laughs> their day and you then have to get them dinner put them to bed do their bars all of that and get up in the night and then do it all again do it all again <laughs> i know and you know i i was saying this to you actually remember when we had our little phone chat and i was like you know i can go sometimes a whole week and I realise I've not spoken to an adult human being. So, yeah, <sighs> I think, I think um, it is testing. It'll be testing on any, anyone. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely got some upside to having the space and things like that. But in, you know, my own ways, I've definitely been tested by this lockdown. It's been very long. <laughs> very long. Very long. Far better than actually having COVID. I will see. I mean, you've got that contrast, I know. Yeah. But at the same time, like you said, not not having that, you know, because it's hard for you to find the opportunity to have a call with a friend. So even it's not mm. like you, I mean, you've got a bunch of friends, right? It's not that. It's yeah. it's like when would you when do you stop down? You said to me the other day, you know, when we did have that brief chat, that yeah, you, know, you want to be asleep at seven thirty. Well, that's when I your friends want to have a chat that don't have children or have I older children, right? It's my only way to survive. <laughs> so when I tuck them right. into bed, I'm often like, oh, you know what? I'll stay up. I can go downstairs, watch whatever dumb shows on, and have like a moment to myself. But I always fall asleep, so it's all right. <laughs> Um, because they want me to lie with them, which I do. Of course. It's only for about two minutes and they're asleep, but I'm asleep too. Well, the next morning though it's great because I, at least I'm waking up naturally when they wake up and you know, it keeps me going because then I then it's groundhog day all over again. That's on. And it's interesting you said that about that whole themes and the whole like coming out of the gates. Like I did that. I came out of the blocks hard in the school holidays, the first lot. With my daughter, I went and spent like, you know, hundreds of dollars like a lot of other people were that afternoon at 4 p.m. before 6 p.m. <laughs> lockdown and going, right, two weeks, we're going to be at home, nothing. 
I just bought like we're gonna have the tables and bowling ball, like just all the stuff. And like you, I was you know trying to create and be this fun mum. And this after I don't know what three weeks of that or something, you start to no, no, my son, the wake up call I get is so, mum, what are we doing today? I don't know anymore. I don't know. Because <laughs> how, how old's your oldest son now? So he's three, Mirabelle's two, and Johnny's yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, three, two, one. Three, two, one. Yeah. Three, so two, I, one, and done. <laughs> Sal's motto. I thought that it was three under three, and I, I just kind of, it's hard to wrap your head around that one. But yeah. Yeah. I look, the plan was five, but that's it. I'm happy with my three. Are you really like I mean it'd be interesting in another twelve months time yeah. when when little Johnny's a bit older. Oh, that's how so you cute. feel. I just feel like there's only so much of me and I just wanna give them <laughs> give them as much as I can, you know. I just yeah, it's only so minutes in a day. I'm happy with my three. Yeah, but also, as you just said, you know, we're talking about the fact that you have these symptoms that are impacting your energy, your body, you know, and I wonder whether that would be different if you hadn't had COVID. Yeah, isn't right. There's a lot of things even now, like some other things I've gone to the doctor about, and he's not sure physically what they're about, whether they're COVID-related or not, but it's definitely not been the same. I've never been like this before since... um, well, also I have just had three babies, but definitely since COVID and the symptoms that I'm feeling are parallel to other people post-COVID. Yeah, and it's and you know because you're, it's your body, you know what it felt like before and you know what it feels like now and you know when you're off and you know when you're not quite right. Oh, yeah. Again, 37 years off. I'm still, I should be in my prime. You, well, you're well and truly in your prime. Stop you talking know? about fit, but it's because yeah, you feel old. Absolutely, you know, you know still a young woman. Yeah. <laughs> and so, what are the things? Uh, so, you said you've got some regimes, but I mean, you're taking Arm Force. Like, you don't usually take Arm Force unless you feel like you've got a cold or the, or the flu. Yeah, but yeah. You're taking well, it daily, ten days on, and then have a few days off, and then go back on because I don't want to keep taking it and then I don't know what happens. But they say it's good with your vitamins to sometimes go off them. Mm. So, yeah, okay. So well, I wonder what it would be like if you weren't taking all of those. Like when yeah, you well, do. When I wasn't, I wasn't improving. So that has helped. So I would say to anyone, do that. Vitamin B, Armour Force and Barocca, that's helped me. Yeah, I've got to say Barocca. I mean, such an old school thing. I swear swear I'm not hungover. I mean, not often. (laughs) (laughs) Not often enough for Enough. Not if I keep falling asleep at 7.30. It's ruining my life and my drinking habits. (laughs) (laughs) But the Brock is great. It really is. It's a multivitamin and it it has helped give me a lot of energy. I'm just sorry. You know, thank you for sharing all of that. And please, you know, you weren't whinging at all because you're just informing everybody about <laughs> what the consequences could yeah. be or how it can look um, and a long time after having, and Delta's a stronger strain, isn't it, than your Delta's original strain? It's awful. I've, I know my, my brother-in-law has it at the moment. And oh, does friend, he? Yeah, and oh. a, friend, a friend of mine has had it and recovered. Um, and I know a couple of other people who have had Delta. And it sounds awful. It sounds really awful. 
anyway, they have recovered. They're some of the lucky ones, but I just wouldn't take a pump with that. Does no. your brother-in-law have it right now? Right now. He's very unwell um, and he has Delta, yeah, right now. Is he at home? He's at home. He's in isolation. He also has a a wife and twins. Um, oh. They're not infected, thank God. Oh, wow, um, that's lucky. Yeah, but that's the thing. They're usually at home unless they're really severe because they don't want them in the hospital. They didn't want me. They didn't even want me when I had recovered because they didn't want me in the maternity ward. Um, of course. How long has he had it for? How long? He's had it for a week now. So he's probably through the worst of it. Yeah. And do doctors just come out and visit him at home then? No, no, no. They don't. They won't. Not at all. Um, They will speak to you on the phone and they just say, look, if things get severe, um, like your troubles breathing or whatever, to pull to below. But apart from that, you just have to ride it out. Yeah. I just wanted lots of fluids and juice and things like that. But thank God my neighbours who I hadn't even met before, they were here for me, like putting stuff on the doorstep, um, and it was lovely. Look, he's going to be okay, I hope. He's young and he's healthy. Um, he's actually half vaccinated as well, and we're not sure how we got it. But he'll be okay. I'm going to I'm going to update you. Yeah, but it's interesting about how all of that care stuff goes on. I think people don't really understand, like, if you're mm. at home and you don't end up in hospital, which is obviously a better situation because you, if you're in hospital, you're really sick. Um, but at the same time, like, what does that mean for the people that are caring for you? Because his wife, if she has contact, she's going to catch it. And yeah, I think she yeah. has to isolate from him. So she, yes, and she was negative. So she's probably in like a bubble at one end of the house and he's in the other end. You're still sharing the same air, right? I don't know. I, I need to work. I need to chat to them to see how all that's working out. But just so, for caring, like when, like you said, if you didn't have neighbors, who, was feeding and, and giving you and your little girl and yeah, who was taking you can't leave the house. What were you doing? I remember when it first happened, um, the health department was great. They called us and said, Do you have everything you need? Do you need medication, food, like right. anything? Okay. We said we were fine and so we didn't need any help and we were some of the lucky ones. But like they do they are not gonna leave you high and dry when you're a positive case. Yeah, but it's still weeks and weeks, though, where, you know, potentially you're exhausted and you're yeah. feeling, you know, really unwell that, you know, you you had your little girl. She was little at yeah. the time. You had she to take had care of her. Roof. She was so sick and I was so pregnant and so sick. Everyone oh, my sick. And no God. one will help and no one will come here, obviously. Um, yeah, I remember afterwards once I'd recovered, like wanting to go around and thank everyone who'd helped me. Really, I think there was such a stigma then, like no one wants to see you even when you come. <laughs> they were just like, please don't come over. I'm happy to get the thanks over the phone because no one understood, okay, well, what if they got it wrong? We don't really know what happens post-recovery. Anyway, Which is, I am recovered. <laughs> but that of. was understandable back then. There were so it many was. unknowns about so it. Unknowns. And they kept changing their mind on what they were telling you. So I do get that. <laughs> wow. I just, I just went and dropped off coffee on the doorsteps and my sister was like, Sal, no one wants to drink those coffees. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, well, Pick them up with a rubber glove. It'll be <laughs> Spray it with Glen 20. Well, the thought, it's the thought that counts, you know. <laughs> Most people will get it eventually. Well, you're still the only person I know that's actually had oh, it, to wow. be honest with you. Yeah. Well, like you, you don't know that many people. I mean, you were at a thing 
a yeah. do where everyone oh, got true. it. But it's, yeah. you like might, if it had that not happened, you might not know anyone, maybe now and your brother-in-law or your friend yeah. recently, but maybe not before that. Like it's yeah. interesting in that respect. But I think, it is, yeah. you know, your nickname Sunshine Sal, right? That's a nickname your dad had for you. Is that right? Yes, Growing that's up. right. And it's just so, like, to think of you, I mean, and you're still so bright and cheery considering all of this that's gone on and that you've oh, got these little ones under three and you're in lockdown, you've had COVID. Like, it's just from your dog. Oh, no, like, thank That you. you can remain so positive still, though, is incredible. So, you know, well oh, done you. you. No, I've still... to be grateful for. I'm okay. I'm, I'm all good. I just need to push on through and I can I got this yeah you do you do absolutely I mean you got through like you said I'm just listening you talk about being in bed looking after your baby being pregnant I mean that if you can get through that I swear I get through myself I remind myself sometimes when things are a bit hard and I go oh I can get through anything I got through that that was hard I got through that yeah (laughs) nice to know when you test your limits and you find a new limit it's actually quite empowering so I'm grateful for that. There's an upside. Yeah, Sal, you're right. I mean, you've got to find them. You've got to look for them. You always have, and that's why you had that nickname, and that's why, you know, you still are that. I am very grateful you've come on. Let's let you go and get your shot. That's more important. Well, thank you. And, that's right. Yeah. You need to go and do that, and we will check in again with you in six to 12 months, I reckon, and see. But I hope in the yeah, meantime okay. things just keep improving for you. Yeah, thank you. I could have another yeah. baby for you by then. No, oh, I'm my joking. God. I won't. <laughs> no, that's a joke. Mate, you are a beautiful mum. So if you go on and have another baby, I am right there supporting you all the way. Go, Sal. Go, oh, Sal. thank you. Thanks, Sarah. Always love chatting to you. Yeah, take care. Bye. Bye. Oh, always a beautiful chat with Sally Howash. And, you know, just hope she starts to feel better soon it, It's really a huge wake-up call hearing all of that. I think, you know, a reality that uh, if you don't know anyone that's had COVID, you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. So thanks again, Sal, for your openness and sharing your story of what it's been like to have COVID and live with long COVID. And also keep following her art therapy and her health and wellness business which is about all things good for the soul and it's at sunshineco.com.au and let's be real listening to Sal she is very good for the soul because she's been through a lot but she still is really positive as you can hear so wishing you all the best Sal and to everyone else out there looking forward to chatting with you next time on the parenting couch thank you take care bye 